Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Shut up. Stop hitting. I'm just thinking it. Check, check, test. Well, fake. It's a clapper, so I can see the thing and then sink. It's one of these things you do to make believe that you're doing something. But it's not anything. It's... What is it? SeaWorld? Seals? You can throw me a fish? Well, if I had a clapper, if I just went like that. <laughs> the news! Gringo Poppy! <laughs> That's what people are talking about. We're rolling. I know we are. It's the Tim oh. Dillon. Can you sit in your chair and do the show? Where are you going? I was looking for my water. Your water? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show, if we can even call it that. If everybody settled down, our friends Devin uh, Costa Aditavacoli join us uh, this evening for the uh, broadcast. Devin looks... Uh, Completely out of it, and then I looked very poised. <laughs> She's sitting there very poised, like we're Thank gonna, you. I'm gonna really, you know, really get into it. Yeah. Here are the issues of the day. Greg Norman, golfer Ben's friend, says uh, we all make mistakes regarding Jamal Khashoggi's murder. Tell us, everybody, quickly, what's going on with the Saudi? Because Saudis own everything now. They own a stake in Live Nation. They own free speech. Mm-hmm. They own a lot of the great real estate in America. Now, they also somehow have gotten golf. Yeah, yeah. They got the a- Saudis own golf now. They can have it. Live, yes. live golf. So That's they- what I say. So for anyone that doesn't know, Greg Norman was a huge golfer in the 80s and the 90s. The uh, shark from Australia. Australia. Right. <laughs> and uh, so they gave him a war chest of about $350 million to get as many players over to the PGA Tour from the PGA Tour to the Saudi Tour, which is going to take place in the U.S. What's the Saudi Tour called? Live Golf. L-I-V Golf. They love, like, names like that. Mm. Live Golf. Mm. So uh, this organization, it's a fund of Saudi Arabia. Arabia. They're going to get people from the PGA Tour to play in these events. It looks like they got Phil Mickelson with, like, $40 million to cross over. He's in all kinds of gambling debts. He needs help. That's the rumor, is he owes people tons and, like, millions of dollars. It's always been a rumor he had huge problems with gambling, but supposedly he's doing this to get... uh, He owed uh, Bones Mackay, his caddy, hundreds of thousands of dollars. don't get too in the weeds, because no one cares except you about golf. No one cares. Bones Mackay? He does does this. No one gives a fuck, and he keeps... I want broad strokes to just... We can understand what's happening. So, So... so uh, so he's getting players from the PGA Tour over to the Saudi Tour. If they go to the Saudi Tour, they are banned from the PGA Tour. Interesting. And he's getting big players with uh, money. Getting right, the right. And so now they keep asking him about <clears throat> Saudi Arabia. <clears throat> they keep going, hey, don't you have, oh, you know, what about the human rights violations? <clears throat> and he basically <laughs> says things like, eh, what are you going to do? <laughs> and so they asked him about, <laughs> so ahead of the group's inaugural event, Set for June 9, 11, mm. September 11th, not September 11th, June 9, 11. But what does that mean? 
June 9th through the 11th. June 9th through the 11th. <laughs> Odd. The first Saudi golf tournament is the 9th through the 11th of June. That's odd. At Centurion Golf Club outside of London, Norman was asked his thoughts on Saudi Arabia's involvement in the 2018 murder of Washington Post reporter and United States resident Jamal Khashoggi. Quote, from what I heard and what you guys reported, Norman said... Just take ownership of what it is. Take ownership no matter what it is. Look, we've all made mistakes, and you just want to learn from those mistakes and how you can correct them going forward. He's so terrified because they'll kill him. Mm. So he's like, we all make mistakes. We all have a guy captured and tortured on closed-circuit television while we instruct the captors how exactly to torture him. We've all made mistakes. Mulligan <laughs> and Greg Norman is his job now is just to defend the Saudi human rights record, uh, which, by the way, thank God America set up that labyrinth of secret torture prisons during uh, the Iraq and Afghanistan war. So you could he could really just kind of point to that and be like, hey, man, there was a lot of people that we tortured that probably had nothing to do with anything. So thank God uh, we've our moral authority is diminished. But I w- this is a big thing for you because you really like golf. They're breaking up the PGA Tour. Uh, Phil might not defend his title this year. Uh, but <laughs> all right, shut up. But this is he's really into. It. He likes golf. You know what I mean? It's like I used to be a swimmer. He used to be a golfer. How insane would it be if I still cared about swimming? Yeah. Less like, insane. I was a really good swimmer when I was eight. Yeah, but but then there's the Olympics. There's 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 some uh, you know spirit around swimming. I think in this country, there's not. No, I mean uh, every four absolutely years, absolutely not. I mean no. there's a spirit around maybe the Olympics, but yeah, that's what I mean. It would be insane. Yes, if I was cared about swimming, I haven't done it competitively in years, mm-hmm. and but I and I I love Ben's passion for it, but it's just a little absurd. And it gets to a point where it's it's disgusting. <laughs> I find he, it endearing. He's how much does he owe Bones Mackay? Hundreds of thousands. Who cares? Of dollars. <laughs> Dude, these names he comes up with are fucking why I think he makes them up. You didn't make that up? No, it's Adam Bones Mackay. He's in a, a golf announcer now. He retired from caddying for Phil and people thought he wanted to be a broadcaster. Turns out he just was, I guess, was owed a bunch of money from Phil. So what do you think Mickelson does? He goes uh, to the casino and gets really wacky? No, he plays He plays golf with, like, Jordan and guys like that and just does massive bets. And loses? Yeah, Shouldn't yeah. he win? Isn't he a professional? Isn't that the whole point? No, because he runs on adrenaline. He probably goes, oh, for a million bucks, I'll hit it over this tree and slice it onto the green. Like Wait, he does insane. dumb shit like that? Yeah, he's oh. a gambling addict. Well, he deserves to be in, in fucking debtor's prison. <laughs> if he's doing shit like that, like, let me watch me bounce it off a rock. A million bucks. If he's doing stupid shit, I thought at least he was like, if, we, if I win, I get, like, if he's doing crazy like carnival acts mm. on a golf course <laughs> for money. What kind of sick fuck is this guy? He's very centric. For sure. Uh, well, we wish the best. We are big mm. fans of Saudis here. I love mm. them. I love a culture of rich people who smoke and a culture of quiet women. Yeah. <laughs> and I've never in the world been around Saudi women and went, oh my God, will they shut up? <laughs> 
It's never happened. They are a quiet uh, group of women. And I'm also, everyone's like, oh, they're being abused with the thing. I'm like, you know what? I I don't think so. They seem happy and I'm not bothered by it. Mm-hmm. So let's stop going around the world and telling everybody how they're being abused. And Because all we do in this country is tell people how they're not being abused. They go, well, they can't take off their thing. The abaya or the burqa, whatever it's called. Although women in Saudi Arabia can apply for driver's li- driving licenses without needing permission from a male guardian, they still need that permission to travel abroad. And that is fine. That's absolutely yeah. fine. I mean, Ida, what is your issue with that? You're, you're no- a modern Arab woman. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm Iranian. So there's a, I think there's a little like beef with Arabs and Persians. Um, why? I don't, I mean, listen, I don't mind them staying It's all staying the same to me. <laughs> yeah, y'all eat hummus. I mean, listen, I live in America, so it's practically all the same to me, too. When's I, the last time you were in Iran? Oh, uh, God, when I was six or seven. Oh, so you don't remember anything. No, I remember it. I remember, I remember as much as I need to remember. Right. To be an American citizen. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm very, I like uh, the Iranian culture. I, I don't mind the Saudis staying there if that's what they... Uh, choose to do i don't think they have any choice but uh yeah i have no opinion one way or the other here's my thing is it oppressive to the women there's an argument to be made that being that having to ask for permission to travel is oppressive yeah there's also an argument to be made that it's a better way to do it you know what i mean if you're a man this it's saudi arabia is a wonderland <laughs> Oh, that sounds incredible. Yeah. It's like Sam talent. I don't want to give away his joke, but he has such a great joke where he goes blank is for the boys. He goes, you know, Muslim oh yeah, yeah, heaven yeah. Muslim from, heavens for the boys. Yeah, yeah. He has such a great joke that we've now given away. <laughs> but the point is, I think Screw whatever it. he's done it a bunch. Uh, you know, the reality is I don't get involved. I don't tell people what to do I, in my own country. And I don't tell people what to do in Saudi Arabia. And if the women are not into it over there, they can, you know, f- you do it. They can do another thing. They yeah. can do another thing. But, yeah, you know, I don't, I'm not like one of these guys who's like, you got to do it like we do it. Do it like you do it. But I'm very big fans of the Saudis. Um, and I think, and, and I, I really like what they've done for Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, no, truly. And I like just the kind of vibe. I like the vibe of Beverly Hills. I like the big Rolls Royces and the bling. And a lot of that's very Persian. But I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. And it's for me. And uh, so we wish them well. And I hope this live golf thing is good. And I hope it's fucking blinged out. Like, I hope it's like Saudi style, like the caddies. You said maybe they'd be like little pink Rolls Royces. <laughs> and I just hope that it is fucking awesome. I hope it's not like this waspy, boring sport that, you know, who cares? I want it to be really, really cool again. Yeah, they're very gaudy. The they're Saudis. gaudy. They're very ostentatious. Like they're they're very in your face. But um, the women enjoy none of that, I think. Uh well, we Unless don't know they're what here. they're enjoying. That's the great thing about the culture. It's a mystery. Yeah. yeah. They could really be having fun. Mm-hmm. You're right. The Absolutely. other thing is they might be having more fun than we know. Mm-hmm. It might be fun to be covered all the time. You're in your own little world and you're giggling <laughs> yeah. and you're laughing with your friends. Just ask for permission to have fun. Who needs to travel abroad, first of all? I mean, can you imagine like... Who need, can you imagine American women figuring out a good reason to travel abroad? Why do you want to go abroad? Get drunk in your yard. 
You're not going to learn anything. American women aren't going abroad to learn things. They're going to get fucked up and accuse some poor sailor of rape. <laughs> now, I got to talk what? about this podcast because I, you know me, I every now and then I find something I just can't stop watching. Yeah. And I mean, I've only showed you a few minutes of this, but it is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe it even exists. It is the most L.A. thing I've ever seen. I like these people. I don't know them, but they're 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 fun. And this is not a knock on them at all. This is the most L.A. thing I have ever watched in my life. These are three influencers trying to explain kind of what an influencer is yeah. and what an influencer does. It's very interesting to watch this, and it makes me laugh hard in a world where nothing does anymore. This really entertains me because it's kind of, I don't know if it's a genuine or if it's kind of a character or if it's half genuine or half character. It's hard to know. But all I know, all, here's where I stop. It's entertaining, very entertaining, this show that I watch. Uh, and and I watched their breakdown of the Russia thing, which was brilliant. Mm -hmm. It was... Oh, really? Well, they didn't know where Russia was. <laughs> they didn't know what it was. And they didn't know what the Ukraine was. And it was such a refreshing perspective versus everyone on Twitter who's like an expert in foreign policy in their <laughs> own heads. These people were brave enough to go, I don't know what that is. Right. What is the Ukraine? Yeah. Let's start there. Because by the way, that's a better system in terms of figuring out what's going on in the world to just start at ground zero and go, what is Russia? Go. I want to watch this little clip. These are three influencers explaining what it is to be an influencer. It is truly one of the greatest things I've ever seen Recommend it highly. Hard to avoid the question. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, okay let's see. Someone says, someone hasn't asked me that in so long, also. So that should, um, I'll just be like, I don't know. I'm just like a lazy piece of shit. And then I run away. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I never, I like, it goes back and forth between like, I work in social media, which does, which is not, what, yeah. like, that doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. No, um, you do. Yeah. But like, I feel like when, you say like I work in social media. People are thinking like behind the scenes, like you work for Instagram. Okay. Kind. Of, I don't yeah. know, but I know. I never. I mean, know this guy is. Yeah. Well, I mean, I turn uh, around. Like, well, what do you do? Right. Yeah. No, you. You just. I lie. I basically lie. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what was I going to say? Oh, I say I do consulting, and then no one ever asks another question. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good. You one. could. You could. You could. Because everybody consults. Mm -hmm. You know, like you consult. I guess in a way. Actually, what does consulting mean? <laughs> it means to offer your services. Pause that for a minute. Or advice. It's just it, great. It's informative. What is consulting? It's a great, she, the woman asked the question, mm -hmm. hey, what is, what is that? I hadn't thought about that in a while. This is what's great about these people. They're unashamed to just go, what is consult? I don't mm -hmm. know what it is. Mm -hmm. I hear it. Mm -hmm. People do it. But yeah. I don't know what it is. They're just pure salt of the earth. It's just a kind of amazing here. And, and watch this, because now they they credit the one, in the, these two credit the one in the middle for, I believe, inventing comedy on the internet. <laughs> they, they credit her for inventing. Everyone's a consultant. <laughs> no, I, I'm not kidding around. The, the next thing is they credit uh, this woman in the middle 
for starting comedy on the internet. <laughs> no, I swear to God, during the pandemic, it's breathtaking. I can't, I'm telling you right now, if this is scripted, it is brilliant, or even if it's not scripted, if it's loosely verite style, curb your enthusiasm, I don't know what this is. I don't know if they know what it is, but I'm telling you right now, and I don't know any of you, you are doing the greatest level of satire that maybe has been done in the last decade. I don't know if you know what you're doing, but God, don't stop. Please don't stop. Let's go. Hey, in one way or another. Yeah. He's not a consultant. I said I used to say I work in advertising. Because I thought like, yeah. okay, with brands. Marketing, advertising. Marketing, advertising. Sure. Yeah. That checks out to me. That makes complete sense. And um, then people would ask me more like, yeah. about like what agency. And then, well, then if you I, think I would about it, mute. We're writers, directors. <laughs> yeah. We are. Editors. Edit producers. Yeah. Actors. Yeah. Actors. Actors, yeah. We're writers, directors, editors, producers. <laughs> we're, we're. Entrepreneurs. Yeah. We're auteurs. Yeah. We're venture capitalists. <laughs> I mean, we're writers, we're directors, yeah. we're producers. And again, it, 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 no shade to anybody here, but literally they're going like this. Yeah! <laughs> Send. That's kind of what it is, right? I mean, like stuffing Cheerios in their mouth and like farting and then, and then hitting send. Like, But she's going, we're writers, we're directors, we're producers. She said she hadn't left her bed in like a month. Yeah. She's making it all from a bed with she's like a diaper. From on. a bed. She's a writer, a director, a producer. She's a gaffer. She's, she's the Terrence Malick of TikTok. Yeah, she's the Martin Scorsese. It's amazing. She's like, when you think about it, it's great. She goes, when you think about it, it's it's all in the words. She goes, when you think about it, we're writers, directors, actors, producers. First of all, give them, give them, give them. Give them writers, oddly. <laughs> give them actors. Okay, even maybe give them directors. Producers. They're producing. I guess they're producing the whole... Yeah, yeah I don't know. They're not making a bunch of calls and organizing. I, I don't uh, know, but what's great is that they've, we've already established they don't really know what words mean. So they go, <laughs> what's a consultant? So they don't know what words really mean. And that's what makes it so good because people that know what words mean are boring. I truly believe this and mean this. You're right. When you don't know what words mean, you're anything. You know, she's like, I'm an invertebrate zoologist. <laughs> I'm a writer. I'm an actress. I'm an astronaut. And they go, what is, and she goes, oh, what is an astronaut? And they go, I think it's someone that like goes to other planets. And she goes, oh, oh, well, maybe I'm not that. Like, so they don't, they have to like reverse engineer. So let's now. This is my favorite part, where these guys uh, tell this woman in the front, in the middle, that she started. <laughs> they basically call her the Charlie Chaplin. No, she internet comedy. She started comedy on the internet, which is I was unaware, and I'm sure she's a lovely woman. But again, it's this is the it's the best show on the. It's funnier than my show. It is fun. It is not even close. It is not even a contest of how better this is than what I do. We are our own agents, yeah. managers. Do you guys like what we're doing so far? <laughs> do your parents, do your parents, so like we obviously like make videos, 
Courtney, I don't know if we said average fashion blogger. Yeah. Really? Better known online as average fashion blogger. We have her in today. She's one of our good friends, but like, let's break it down. Do your parents get what you do? Let's break it My down. parents. Yeah. My dad's been obsessed. He like, <laughs> he does it less now. Um, but in the beginning, he'd like always call me like, Courtney, I have a really, really good viral video for you. Yeah. And they would say like the most problematic thing in the world. But <laughs> he like, he gets it. He like wants to do it so bad. I, I feel like you are really like the blueprint. You started off. <laughs> That's really dramatic. No, I, I really mean that with my whole heart. Like you, you started making comedic videos on Instagram. I can't really think of anyone that did it. I think before. anyone that made videos, period, before TikTok right. was like, he goes, he, goes, yeah. he goes, I can't think of anyone that made videos. Hold on, roll that one back. <laughs> he goes, I can't think of anyone that made videos before TikTok. Like, is my he joking? Heart. Like you, you started making comedic videos on Instagram, I can't really think of He's kidding, anyone think. that did it. I think anyone you. that made videos, period, before TikTok right. was it's like the blueprint. OG. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Well, um, and yeah. now you're about to hit a million on TikTok. She already did. Babe, I already did. Wait, Babe, oh, I didn't know it. Uh, no uh, where the hell me. have you been? No one told me. Um, All right. Let's <laughs> enough just, of that. Yeah. Um, stunning. Beautiful. <laughs> I mean, it's brilliant in a way. Um, it's brilliant in a way... Because you have three people that are influencers or trying to be influencers in, yeah. that, in whatever that means, mm -hmm. trying to explain what it is, figuring out that it's kind of hard to explain <laughs> with words. And, you know, they're just kind of, it's just, it's LA. This is LA. These are yep. people are just floating around in, yeah. in, 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 in and out of reality. Mm -hmm. and they're all like 14 years old. They're very young, but they're not. The no, other thing not. is, I no. don't know if they're 14 or if they're like 40. I think they look... No one knows. Yeah, they're supposed to look young. They're supposed to look... I think they're uh. supposed to exude like a prepubescent well, kind yeah, of... Yeah, the whole thing's like, it's cartoonish it and fun. Like, and yeah. It's like, we're hanging out. We're like, hanging out. We're like, hanging out. Like, you are like... like you're like a friend of ours. And like, <laughs> you like... Like, remember when I like met you? Like, I met you like... In a car. We're in a car. What's a car? Yeah. So like it's a it's a like it's like a spaceship on the ground. And and like remember Coachella is like really funny because like you were like and and I was there and like we didn't even know that we like we like knew each other from like social media, but like we didn't know like we didn't know each other. So, and then uh, every now and then the Brooke one will come in and she'll be like, my grandmother was in the Holocaust. <laughs> like out of nowhere. And I'm like, this is the greatest show that's ever been done. No. Yeah. <laughs> and she'll be like, but she survived. And then she'll, she'll be like, was Doja Cat good <laughs> at Coachella? Did you enjoy Doja Cat? Anyway, super fan of this show. No, it's lit. Literally, and my first show that I love, the WW Bro mm. podcast, was about a guy who was 600 pounds and gave diet advice. Yes. Nothing better. Yeah. And he would be great because he would come on and he would go, like, he'd go, Thanksgiving, I take the day off. He goes, Thanksgiving, <laughs> I eat. <laughs> and it was so beautiful. <laughs> Boeing 737 jet carrying 160 people aboards takeoff in Israel after pranksters used iPhone airdrop to send terrified passengers pictures of plane crashes causing one woman to faint. <laughs> and so in response, this is such a crazy story. And in response to this, Israel bombed a Palestinian nursery school, <laughs> which I thought was a very proportional and appropriate response to just. Now, this is a ballsy thing to do. Mm. 
Plane pranks. I mean, not even Nelk has done this. Plane pranks right now are ballsy. Yeah. When's the last time you've heard of somebody getting up to mischief on a plane? This is harmless. It is. It is. It's not like a bomb threat. Exactly. And it's fine. But it might, make, it might make, I, I agree with you. I do think it's funny and I recommend people do it. <laughs> I'm telling people to do it. But people might look at those airdrop photos and go, oh, this plane's going to crash because this might be a, a, like a fun way to let us know. Well, I mean, what are they insinuating? How, what are they, the, they're, the, the people are, they're reading the future, like they, have, they could see into the future well, and they're sending them a shot of the future? Well, imagine this. You're on a plane. You get an airdrop and it's a bunch of plane crash photos. Would it might not be a way of somebody on the plane going, hey, things are about to get rocky. Well, was it sent by, an, by a Saudi Arabian? I mean, if, if not, then, right. then it's fine. Well, we don't know who <laughs> it was sent by. I mean, it seems harmless to me. What, now, what happened to these good people, Ben? I believe they were arrested. Uh, there are nine suspects described this by police. This is Israeli Nelk. <laughs> That's Chiv will do it. Chiv will do it. Airdropped a bunch. Airdropped a bunch of plane crash photos. That Shul will do it. Shmuel will do it. I'm trying to make this bit work. It's Shmuel will do it. Funny. Like rem like remember when like I'm like you were like like standing in a crowd and like you look at me and then I like looked at you, but then you looked away. You remember that? And I was like, Oh, you don't like me. And that was like weird. So like we started weird, but then like, I realized that like, I like didn't know where I was because I had a gummy bear full of acid in a porta potty. And I was being led around kind of like a baby. <laughs> and then I had this realization that like a lot of what I do stems from this like deep, inner loneliness and search for meaning and it was fucking wild <laughs> and then we saw a ton of mojo um i don't know why they did this but i think it's funny i think kids need to have fun people need to have fun right mm -hmm. now and it's such a tense time mm -hmm. with everything that's happening around the world okay now what is this another picture showing a person on top of a jet engine believed to have been sent <laughs> Using the air, but this is funny, so it makes people think maybe yeah. this is going on on their play. But who knows, right? Is it's that, it's meant to confuse, is what I imagine, right? Yeah, I mean, what I mean, what what are they insinuating that this is going to happen on the on the plane? I, I mean, think they wanted people to maybe feel. I mean, it's just meant to scare people. Hold on, troubled actor Andy Dick is arrested for felony yeah. and sexual battery at California Ooh. Trailer Park. I saw What's that. going on? He assaulted someone sexually, I heard. Yeah, there it is. Uh, troubled actor Andy Dick is arrested at his California trailer park. Is he living in a trailer park now? Mm-hmm, yeah. Man, comedy, it's just, a, it's a great life. <laughs> uh, he arrested for sexually assaulting another man after arrest for hitting boyfriend with a bottle and frying pan. Andy Dick, 56, was holed off in handcuffs after police arrested him for felony sexual battery after an adult male claimed the comedian sexually assaulted him. Deputies swarmed his trailer. God, I mean, imagine an article being written about you where one of the quotes was, deputies swarmed his trailer. <laughs> Rough. Dick had reportedly been living in an RV with a group of live streamers. God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, he wasn't on the radar for a bit. This is one of the many arrests that the comedian has had who's been transparent about his uh, history of alcohol and drug abuse. By the way, it's not his choice to be transparent. Like, 
it's pretty much out in the open. I love how they're like, he's been transparent about this. I'm like, yeah, Lizzo's been transparent about her weight. It's like, yeah, has she? <laughs> it was a real, it was a real mystery to everybody. Uh, police from the Orange County Sheriff's Department swarmed his modest trailer. His, uh, they got to knock oh, it. They got to knock a trailer down. Man, they got to say his trailer's modest. Dressed in a gray hoodie and black joggers, Dick was holed away in handcuffs before being placed inside a patrol car. I mean, this is unfortunate. During the police ambush, sheriff's deputies were seen entering Dick's trailer and searching it after he was placed into custody because uh, he's, like, hitting people with pants and stuff. This is really unfortunate. Uh, this man has problems with drugs and alcohol, and he's in a trailer, and... There's a better video of it. There's a video of a live stream they did where his roommate pulled a gun on someone that was coming to their trailer. Yeah, get that. Well, you know, you would think a producer would have something like that ready <laughs> or done in show research. But this he's too worried about the Saudi Arabians taking over golf to really do the show prep. They're a real threat. I, yeah. I understand. Yeah. It's no, because he's home with his wife. I work so hard. I go to Australia. I had to go to Australia for two and a half weeks. <laughs> he's a demon. Why did he make you go? Why would he make you work? Here's the stream here. Oh, this looks good. I'm staying. Get out of my fucking house sound? right now, motherfucker. I have a gun in my gun. Get the fuck out of here. That's it. You fucking kidnapper, extorter, motherfucker, go! What are you talking about? Don't fuck with me, dude! Get out! I told you fucking five times! Don't, don't come back! You got it? Don't shoot the gun. Get out of here, oh, Dude, he's so calm. No, Andy Dick is so calm. He's like, don't shoot the gun. <laughs> this, is, this is like the end of Boogie Nights. <laughs> don't shoot the gun. I mean, look at Andy Dick. I feel bad, man. He's on a cot. In a trailer that, by the way, looks fine. Yeah, it looks big. It is that mod, is like that a, a modest trailer? trailer? That looks great. It looks like an apartment in Glendale. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's even the trailer. I mean, maybe it is. So now he's just taking money on PayPal and the cameo. God, and this is this is a story we kind of stumbled upon by accident. He's laying on a cot. A guy's screaming at another guy with a gun. Andy Dick's just kind of laying there unaffected <laughs> like it's just a regular day. He's like, don't shoot the gun. Please don't shoot the gun. Don't shoot the gun. Not even don't kill the guy. It's like Andy Dick's like, just don't shoot the gun. Let's see how this finishes. Okay. Oh, shit. Don't come back here, dude. Don't do it. You better call me before you do. Don't show up here uninvited. I swear to fucking God. Jesus. Who is that guy? He's another extorter. I do. You're so protective. It really makes me cry. I'm sorry, dude. I think this is so protective, it really makes me cry. He's like, this is a beautiful moment for us. You're so protective. You treat me so well in this trailer. You treat me so well, it makes me cry. You're just so goddamn romantic, it makes me cry. Don't shoot the gun. Well, is that his boyfriend? That is kind of lovely. It's sweet. It is kind of sweet, yeah. right? I mm -hmm. mean. Yeah. If you two are living in a trailer and an extorter, whatever that means, somebody trying to extort. <laughs> Devin would use me as a, sh as a shield. Yeah, no, no. It, we, it, there would be no <laughs> fucking Never like be a fight put up. chivalry there. No, 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 no. Um, But I hope that uh, he gets it together, right? He was on Dancing with the Stars, right? Recently? No, God, no. But no, it was years ago. Usually that yeah. shows a fall from grace. So if you're, if I mean, and then this wasn't he on Celebrity Rehab? 
He kind of looks like Dr. Drew. Like when that was a thing, I think he was on Celebrity Rehab. But maybe he wasn't. Yeah, with like Tom Sizemore and like. I thought he was. Here we go, Tom. Yeah, he was here. Okay, he was on Sober House there. What is that? that This was their like spinoff. This girl, Jennifer, was Mm -hmm. like the head sobriety person. (laughs) And. He was in season one. This is when they would literally just like completely using drug addicts for viewers <laughs> uh, and putting them in like very unserious. It was like a very unserious attempt to cure any of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you had like Jeff Conaway and uh, Eric Roberts. Yeah. Like Steven Adler. There was a, b- a bunch of people here. Dr. Drew. The right. guy who used to play Hobie on Baywatch. Remember the young kid Hobie? He grew up. I forget what his name yeah. was. Was it Jeremy Jackson? The guy who was Hobie on Baywatch, and he was like, uh, he was talking about all the steroids he uses, and he was like, uh, he goes, yeah, he goes, this is uh, a bull, a, a bull, uh, whatever hormone pre-slaughter, like he was like pre-slaughter, like before the slaughter, and he would like inject himself. But I, I believe he was, yeah, I believe he was on this show. And this is the other thing with doing a podcast. I'm either right or I'm slandering someone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, two I'm people either, played him. I'm either, no, or, it's Jeremy Jackson. I think just type in Jeremy Jackson's celebrity rehab. I mean, it really, you're dealing yeah, with. Yeah, he's here. Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, it's <clears throat> rough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had a steroid thing. Wasn't Heidi Fleiss on there? Yes, Heidi Fleiss, there I believe, is, was yeah. on there. Oh, Mary and, Carey. Um, Mackenzie, uh, the, her, the mama's and the papa's daughter. Phillips? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think a bunch of people were on there, and it was, uh, you know, they were just trying. God, why do I know? They were trying to get a lot of views. You know, and it was, it was just, you know, and I, how many, by the way, here's a great question. Have any of those people sobered up? Like, has anybody on Celebrity Rehab ever sobered up? If you sober up, there's no show. The That's producers great, yeah. probably throw them pills yeah. throughout <laughs> filming. There's a little, there's a little, uh, there's a little surprise in your dressing room. <laughs> we'll see you at three. There's a mint on your pillow. Yeah. So I, I think that, uh, yeah. Where are the stars from Celebrity Rehab now? I'm sure this will be a real treat. This will be a real pick me up in a, in a grave. <laughs> Doctor Drew got grew tired of taking all the heat. Yeah, because you're killing people. Keep going. What is he? What is he? He's a show on your mom's house. What does he do on he your? He was mom's like the house? biggest guy on CNN too. What does he do on your mom's house? Uh, it's uh, late late night after dark with Doctor Drew or whatever, and he just like talks to people about their problems. Okay, it's like the old show. Yeah. Uh, uh this is Carrie Ann Panish. Yeah, Ken she Panish? said she's a she came out on top. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it looks like she did good. Okay, I don't know what that means. <laughs> go go up. Let's she see. won. Let's see what, hold on. According to NBC, Gawker published a tape of new shenanigans between Panish, Eric Dane, and his wife, Rebecca Gayhart, in 2009. Uh, Panish accused her celebrity rehab castmate, Mindy McCready, of releasing the tape while Panish was still using meth in 2012. She has since gotten sober, kept her family intact, started a design business. Okay. Tom Sizemore, it's a mess. We're not even going to read it. It's just a big mess. We know. <laughs> Heidi Fleiss, get out of here. Heidi oh Fleiss, it's a big mess. Oh We're not even going to dignify that. Okay. Mike Starr battled multiple demons. <laughs> oh he looks like the guy in the trailer with Andy yeah, Dick. Yeah. He died of an overdose. Good job, Dr. Phil. 
<laughs> Mindy McCready, uh, personal tragedy was devastating. She died by suicide. So, I mean, these are all, oh, these are the people that were uh, at Celebrity Rehab. <laughs> Seth Shifty Shellock Binzer isn't giving up. Good for him. No one knows. Brigitte Nielsen, she started dating Flava Flav. <laughs> That's good. Wasn't that her sobriety? <laughs> that wasn't that how her. Yeah. All right. We're not. We're not going to go through the, all of them, but yeah, that was like a massive show where just nobody. That was what reality TV was when I was growing up. No, but like they yeah. took really people that were in a lot of pain yeah. and did not give them help on television week after week. Yeah. You watch their conditions degenerate. They would attack each other. <laughs> they would destroy their lives, and there was a film crew to follow it. That was reality television. Mm -hmm. Before the genre that we have now, which was like rich bitch TV, yeah. which was like we find wealthy people that have more money than you and they shove it down your throat in a very like grotesque way and you just have to sit there and take it. Not only will you take it, but you'll like it. You'll like it when these cunts go, I buy a house for each one of my kids. Isn't that what everybody does? Go to the original Real Housewives of Orange County, which, by the way, the season one is still the best cultural depiction of the mortgage crisis because everybody on the show is mentally retarded and they all own, like, five houses. And you go, how did this happen? I mean, literally, one guy has, like, a brain neurological injury, mm. this baseball player from Orange County, and he's just, like, he's, like, boozed, like, dribbling out of his mouth. Mm. And the wife's a big realtor, and she's a big fatty boom baddie. <laughs> and uh, if you can go to season one of The Real Housewives of Orange County, the opening sequence. Okay. And the opening sequence is going to show you the all these women have these taglines. And this was like when reality TV shifted from like, we'll put everyone in a house. We'll get them drunk. Let's get them fucked up and see what happens. And then reality TV kind of shifted and became like, hey- there's people out there that are doing a hell of a lot better than you. That's what reality TV became, mm -hmm. which is kind of still what it is, except mm -hmm. now it's weird. Now it's like everyone's singing. There's like nine shows about karaoke. It's like the masked singer. And then there's a new show called Don't Forget the Lyrics. <laughs> and there's another show about whether uh, the singer's bad or good. Or lip syncing or, or not. Or are you lips lip sync battle and who's... Everybody now, people are so stupid in this country. They can only handle that because they've been so traumatized by the genres of reality TV that came before them. Like, watch this person die of a heroin overdose in slow-mo and watch this rich family parade their wealth around. Now all people can handle is staring at a TV and watching like a celebrity sing like uh, the song from Titanic poorly. Like to get And they're like, wait a minute. Are you going to forget the lyrics? And they're like, near, far, wherever you are, I am. And the people at home are like, she's going to forget the lyrics. She doesn't know it. I could see my drunk aunt sitting there being like, she doesn't know it. She doesn't. So that's all we can handle right now is watching people sing. Oh, I've always hated karaoke. I despised it. I hate when drunk people get up in Long Island bars and they're like, you know, they're like fucking like, and they get into it. There's nothing worse than somebody into it at karaoke, you know. And I, I will always love you. And, and people are just like at the bar, like, what the fuck is wrong? 
And that's all reality TV. So Ken Jong hosts, I can see your voice, a new guessing game on Fox. God. Where literally they bring people, we don't even know, me and Ben tried to watch this show and we didn't even know, we couldn't follow it. And we're reasonably intelligent. What it is, let's try to explain, can we explain, okay. But, Fake it till you make it. That's basically the concept of the new competition series, quote, I can see your voice. Contestants and celebrities have to figure out who's actually a good singer without hearing their real voice. What are we doing? Think about that again. Contestants have to figure out who's a good singer without hearing their real voice. So they come out, they lip sync to something, and you have to decide if they're lip syncing to their own voice mm -hmm. that's good or someone else's voice and their voice is horrible. But you pick two people. And, and you pick two, and they kind of go at each other, and you go like, oh, which one has the real good voice? Mm. And this is all intellectually that people can handle right now. Like, all they can handle is watching people sing. Like, it's like a talent show. We've gone back to the basics here, where it's just, it's a big fucked up talent show. Mm -hmm. Some people are talented, and some people aren't. And by the way, it doesn't really matter. None of these people get deals. Bad voice, good voice, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do they get? Ten thousand uh, dollars? It says a hundred grand. A hundred grand after taxes, everything like that. I mean, it's like this isn't you know, mm -hmm. it's not like American Idol. Now you're going to Hollywood. This is like I would stand up as an audience member. And go, does it really matter whose voice is good or bad? They're not. They're both forty. They're not going to be Christina Aguilera. Who cares whose voice is good or bad? It's the crazy thing. But what? This is fun. Watch the Real Housewife. Okay, so it starts where it goes, 7 million families live in gated communities. So now remember, this uh, debuts when? In 2005, this is like the height of mm. fake business all over America. This debuts, people are like up, they're in debt to their eyeballs. They're all in sham mortgages. They're all living way beyond their means, and it's all about to collapse. It's on the brink of collapsing, and then this is what they put out. And here, play this. I don't want to get old. He's pretty much keeping me. Are the police involved? <laughs> it's just money and you can't take it with you. 85% of the women around here have had breast implants. Yeah, so it's like, it's just, it's just, it's just money. You can't take it with you. And it's just these shots of like women getting their tits done and getting diamond necklaces. And they're like 7 million people live in gated communities. And that, that's really like, that's the genre of reality TV that we, we had for a while. I Which, miss it. We still yeah. have it. No, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. It culminated in like Selling Sunset, which is kind of a brilliant show because Adam DeVello, the guy who did it, is a genius. He like did The Hills, the Hills and he makes these shows like the scene in Selling Sunset, which we can't play. Where, I wish we could. Yeah. Where, where Adnan, the real estate developer, is like, and it, they're these cold like Nordic types mm -hmm. and they're telling this, this hopeless zero Davina who can't sell anything. <laughs> And the woman looks at her and goes, please make a deal. And just the way it's brilliantly shot, you see like the cat sleeping, the dogs are sleeping. Um, but yeah, that that's really where reality TV is now. It's like people are just singing. It's very infantile now. It's very infantile. We, we can't take anything anymore. It's very so. silly. It's like infantile. And it's like the aha moments aren't even real anymore and yeah. they don't matter. 
It yeah. isn't like the reveal doesn't matter. There used to be, I used to watch old real world and it's like people just beating the living shit out of, oh, yeah. out of each other. The cops aren't called. Yeah, it just Ru- moves Ru- on. Real world Hawaii with Ruthie. She's like vomiting. Yeah. <laughs> it was insane. No, Portland. It, now it's like these, these reveals don't mean anything. They're like, oh, she wasn't a good singer. We got tricked. I'm like, well, if you think that's bad, don't look into 9-11. <laughs> because you're going to have a real... How about we do the mask defense secretary and we find out where the tape is of the plane hitting the Pentagon? How about we do that on Fox? Next on Fox, the mask def- CIA agent. Who's telling the truth and who's not? We have two government whistleblowers and they both come out with uh, something you're blowing a whistle on, and you have to decide what's true and what's not. You know, like one comes out and goes, the government uh, participates in human trafficking rings to compromise politicians. And everyone goes, man, I don't know. And then the next person comes out, and they're like, the government murdered John F. Kennedy in a, in a coup. And you're like, God, who's, which masked government whistleblower is correct here? Is it both? And then the reveals it's both. <laughs> and everyone's like, fuck. Hosted by Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris, just to make it peppy. Just peppy and fun. But that's like what, that's what we can handle now uh, is just watching people. This is a beautiful story. We, we kind of want to wrap things up on this. There's a, there was, this was a uh, manhunt this is uh this is a tale as old as time. A corrections <laughs> officer falls in love with a inmate. Mm. They escape together. This is one of the old, the only American real love stories we have left. You know, <laughs> there's a few love stories we have left in this country. You know what I mean? We have a country of morbidly obese fentanyl addicts and child Nazis. That's our country, like prepubescent Nazis. <laughs> Morbidly obese fentanyl addicts, and like, 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 it, it, so in our country, when you think of the configurations in which people find and love each other, you have the uh, teacher student, you have the uh, powerful business guy, uh, perhaps underage prostitute, mm-hmm. you have maybe two closeted Nazis that are fucking. Mm-hmm. Whatever, but what really encapsulates it because we, we so many people in America are in uh, jail, in prison. So many, and there should be more. No, <laughs> so many people are in prison and are, are incarcerated for all, all manner of different things for nonviolent drug offenses, for very violent offenses. And they're in prison. And then we have corrections officers who are essentially criminals. Corrections officers and criminals, there's very little difference between. No, this is true. There's very little difference between corrections officers and criminals. Most people that get into corrections are criminals or would have been criminals or are criminals. They run like teen fight clubs in the jails. They they uh, they sneak in drugs and stuff. It's there. Uh, they're it's they're like prostitutes too. They fuck them. Yeah, they yeah. fuck them and everything. And I have no issue with all that, but whatever it gets you through the day, it makes everybody happy. I believe in communities. I believe in communities. I love that. Uh, so this is a great story about a female corrections officer, right? Mm-hmm. Who yep. fell in love with a guy who's, uh, they're trying to get him for murder. Yeah, yeah. They're trying yeah. to pin him. They're trying to pin him. 
Another innocent John. Witch hunt. Is this the woman that spent like she like sold her home and, and mm -hmm. used the money to bail oh, yeah. him? This, oh, this will yeah. sum it up real and, quick. And it's it's great. She shot herself. Right? Story about a jailhouse romance that ended in death. A veteran corrections <laughs> officer apparently fell in love with an inmate and helped him escape with her so that the that the two of them could run off together. It happened at the Lauderdale County Jail in Alabama. Authorities say the 38-year-old inmate Casey White who was awaiting trial on murder, struck up a relationship with 56-year-old Vicki White, no relation. She was the assistant director of corrections at the jail where he was incarcerated. Her co-workers described her as an exemplary employee. But That's authorities right. say she planned how to get Casey out but here, for a while. But here, by the way, let's make a point. That is an exemplary employee mm -hmm. if you're a corrections officer. Yeah. Get, breaking them out of jail and fucking them. <laughs> that, like, that is an exemplary employee. Because here's the deal. You're around them all the time. You're going to fall in love with them. Yeah, it's true. You're going to fall in love with these people. Look at this guy. You're telling me you're not going to fall in love with this guy? It's Neanderthal John Hamm. The fact that this guy murdered somebody turns you on. It makes you hot. You go, this guy killed someone. And, and I lock his cage every night and I let him out. Mm -hmm. Man, what a fantasy. <laughs> I lock his cage and then I let him out. It's hot. <laughs> And she lives in Alabama, and she looks like she's like an albino fucking, you know, I don't know, mole rat. <laughs> <laughs> we all have to pretend like Alabama, yeah, because all these political people now have to pretend that like New York and LA suck because they, they, they listen. We all know taxes are high, and like liberals can be crazy. Like everybody has to pretend like that's what America is about. It's like Alabama. Everybody has to pretend that they're like, I won't live in Missouri. Missouri. And said, guys, you realize Bill Maher had a great joke years ago. He said, if, if it wasn't New York and L.A., the country would have been sold to China years ago. <laughs> like, there is no. But everybody has to pretend, like, politically. I've never been to a place and went, you know what I love here? The political uh, outlook. <laughs> I've never looked at an ocean and went, I love the taxes here. Just allow yourself to have another experience mm. on the planet, you fucking monkeys. <laughs> but people can't do it, right? They can't. So they, everything's political. I don't say Austin's a shithole because it's a blue city in a red state or a purple city. I say it's a shithole because it's a shithole. It's a shithole. It's hot. It's muggy. There's bugs. The food's gross. The rivers are shit. They're brown. They look like literal shit. They're disgusting. The people are disgusting. They're unaccomplished. They're idiots. That's why I say it's shit. It's nothing to do with the politics. I don't know what the laws are. I don't care. Dump. I go to Santa Barbara, I go, it's pretty. But yeah, there's homeless and the laws are nuts and the people that run it are fucking psychopaths. It doesn't mean it ain't a better place to live, all things being equal. Yeah. Like if we, let's say you gave Texas and Florida a state tax and a hefty one, eh, you know, how many people really love it? How many people are down there with fucking cowboy hats and boots like, yeah! <laughs> If you love it, like, let's see if you would pay for it. You wouldn't pay for it. Right. No. There's nothing to pay for. I mean, listen, with all due respect, I like Dallas. I like some places, great audiences. But you go around Austin, you go, yeah, I wouldn't pay a state tax to live here. Why would I? Why would anyone? Mm -hmm. Why would anyone pay a state tax so they could take the boat out on the shit river? <laughs> it's gross. And I'm sorry, Palm Beach isn't. Palm Beach doesn't have a state tax either. Right. Malibu is, is, is kind of a dump. But it's better than Austin. Mm -hmm. the, the Hamptons, better than Austin. Mm -hmm. uh, Lake Lanier in Georgia, better than Austin. Uh, Charlotte, uh, uh, Charleston, South Carolina, better, you know. 
I don't know. I don't know if Charleston's a Democratic city or a Republican city. I don't care. Doesn't mean anything to me. But people right now are so invested in politics because it gives their meaningless lives some type of like shape that they can understand. Like you're good, because they have nothing going on in their fucking lives. And I understand that there's real concerns, and now they're trying to get rid of Roe v. Wade and shit like that. I'm not saying it's completely unimportant, but to make it this entire thing where you have to lie to yourself and start saying that, like, Lake Austin's nice. Can you get get up Lake Austin? And we'll get back to these two retards. <laughs> but get up a photo of Lake Austin. Get up a photo of Lake Austin and hit image. Go to the right. Right there. There it is. It's a level from Donkey Kong. That is a level from Donkey Kong. It is slime. It's green slime from Donkey Kong. Now get up a picture of Malibu, California. And I, I, I don't like Gavin Newsom, but just get a picture of Malibu, California. It's better. Don't you get that it's it's better? <laughs> That's nicer, and that ain't even that nice. <laughs> Malibu ain't even that great. It's not even no. that good, but it's better than that swamp. When I can shoot my guns in the rear, I can shoot my guns in the rear. I shoot my guns in the rear. Take a poppy. Now. <laughs> So whatever, but there's nothing in Malibu that looks like that. They just lie with some shit too. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's that. It's another at all. fucking yeah, that place. Look like That's like Italy. I think Malibu's like a dump, but the point is, it's a nicer dump. Everything on Earth is a dump. We just <laughs> yeah. went to the rainforest. It's fake. The Great Barrier Reef doesn't exist. We put cigarettes out on it. It's a everything's a dump. <laughs> But my point is, don't get with, with the politics. It annoys me. When you have to start lying, you have to start lying and be like, I love, I love it. And these are people from the Northeast or from the West Coast, and they go down there and they're like, yippee yeah, All these tech demons, these autistic fucking blinking tech faggots, and they're like, It's fucking... Grotesque. <laughs> Whatever. We have fans there. It's a nice place. <laughs> Let's finish up these two retards. Okay. She even sold her home and announced her retirement beforehand. Then on April 29th, authorities say Vicky picked up Casey from the jail for what she said was a mental health evaluation, which authorities later learned was never even scheduled. The two of them fled in her patrol car. Vicky had spent the night before in a motel near the jail. Authorities say she bought men's clothing from a department store beforehand so that Casey would have something to change into. Nice. After they left the jail, the two of them ditched her patrol car in a parking lot where cops later found her jail keys, a radio, and handcuffs. True love. Then they went on the run for 11 days. On That's May 3rd, somebody phoned in a tip. The manager of a car wash in Evansville, Indiana, had spotted Casey on surveillance video. Why are they washing a car? Oh, good question. How stupid are you? <laughs> Why are you washing a car? They're like, we don't want people to think we're dirty. <laughs> Why are you washing? Or is he, maybe he's hanging out there to rob people. Like, why are you? You're on the run. Well, where are they running? Where's the destination? Who knows? But it, why would you stop in a car wash? 
Yeah, maybe they think they were, they were getting tailed, so they pulled in or something. I don't know. Well, let's finish it. All right, here we go. They called federal authorities. U.S. Marshal Service called me. That's right. They sent me a text message called from Alabama. This is said, this guy. When tech guys moved to Austin, Texas, <laughs> that all went to Stanford. This is what they sound like after three months in Austin. Keep going. Truck told. I said I did. I said that's a guy from Alabama. He said yes, it is. So he said I got U.S. Marshals coming to you even as I speak. Cops located the pair pretty quickly and saw Vicky walking out of a motel with a wig on. Vic. Then they chased the pair down. The pursuit ended with the police crashing into their getaway car. They were able to pull Casey out of the wreckage, but they say Vicky was critically hurt. Ooh. She had shot herself in the head. <laughs> she later died at the hospital. As for Casey, soon he'll be on his oh, way back to Alabama. He was already serving a 75 year sentence by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed as the twilight's last streaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous night Gave proof, I don't even know if I'm doing this right, <laughs> that our flag was still there. And the rock is red <laughs> glare. Vicky's head bursting in there. Gave proof through the night. I mean, what a beautiful story. Mm -hmm. Victor shot herself in the head. She got a week, she got a week of that good dick. What a whirlwind for the convict. He's just being taken back to prison, like, well, that was weird. No, it was a weird what a 11 week. days. What a week. <laughs> she just killed herself. <laughs> but here's the deal. It's true love. And when you know it, you know it. Right, folks? I mean, when you know it, you know it. And when it hits you, you don't always choose. Really you don't rough. always choose it. She found someone that, that loved her and saw her for her. Mm. Yeah. And he was a murderer. And she ended up being a murderer. She killed herself. <laughs> Isn't that fun? That qualifies. But it's an American story. They should make that a film. Yeah. That should be a film. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like somebody that loves that deeply where they go, I'm just going to blow my brains out because I can't face the thought of everyone at the old job where I had authority being like, what the fuck are you? Because she turned on her family. Yeah. You it know? It's not like L.A. where by doing that you're rewarded with houses and pools and tennis courts. <laughs> They're in shit canville. The only thing this woman has is those, uh, those other mongoloids that she works with. And they all drink coffee together and they beat the inmates and they lock them up. And that's what she does. And she turned on them by taking one of these inmates out, escaping, putting the rest of the cops in danger. And... Wouldn't it be funny if they didn't even fuck? She's like, I'm waiting for marriage. He's like, <laughs> he's like, we got to fuck soon. I'm telling you, they're going to get us. And she's like, no, we're going to live. We got our whole lives. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if that was her attitude? She's like, we got our whole lives for this. He's like, I don't think so. He's like, please, let's just fuck. She's like, we got our whole life. She's picking. She's on Zillow. She's like, what can we afford? He's like, listen, I think you're underestimating how deep a shit we're in. They're going to come get us, and I'm going back to jail. It says here I can get approved for 185000 
with a down payment. Now, you can't go on the loan, of course, but with a down payment, I can get something nice. We can get a double wide. Man, you know what's nice I hear is Austin, Texas. Because Joe Rogan's, he's opening a comedy club down there in Austin, Texas. And Elon Musk going to let us say hard R on Twitter. Oh, no. So let's go to Texas. And he's like, honey, I think we're going to get shot. Some guy made me at the fucking car wash. Well, that's where I wash my pussy. You really shouldn't have done Kill Tony tonight. Yeah. You weren't a lot of shit. I thought you were funny. Your minute was good. <laughs> Honey, you made me do that. I tend to think that really that that really exposed us. Nah, you were good. Uh, but it's an American, it's a beautiful American love story. Mm. And there's not much like that anymore. And you know, it's it's uh that intensity of, of love. No, it'll be a mini series soon. It should be, right? On Hulu. Someone will kind of like Thelma and Louise a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Bonnie and Clyde. Especially at Transcend's age, she was 56, he was 38. So. Yeah, but they're gonna give it. It's gonna be hot people. It needs to yeah, be. Yeah, it'll be Charlize Theron. No, it needs to be gross people where the sex scenes make you go, ugh. But it should be like really gross. Like that's what movies need. Like gross mm -hmm. sex scenes again, where like it's just real animalistic, disgusting. Like she has an open wound, yeah. you know, and it smells because it's moldy. Jesus Christ. And you could tell like he's flinching as he enters her. And she's like, and she makes this little sound like. They did that in True Detective. And she's got a light Parkinson's and she shakes as he does it. And she's like. That's what it should be. And, and then, like, the last scene in the movie, he's like, they're fucking getting us. He's like, I'll always love you. And he goes in for a kiss. And before, before he gets to her, she goes like this. She goes. <laughs> you know? You know? And then, then they're, like, dedicated to the legacy of the Civil Rights March. <laughs> Whatever. Like, something that has nothing to do. Something that has nothing to do with anything. You know? <laughs> uh, produced by Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Pr produced by the Obamas. Yeah. Uh, no dates. No merch. Nothing to see here. Go away. Kill. 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 Kill yourselves. Like Vicky White. This is the story of Vicky White. YouTube Devin Costa. Uh, you can follow these guys on. Twitter, uh, Ida Tavacoli. What's your tweet, t uh, Twitter handle? handle? Uh, at Ida Tavacoli. At Ida Tavacoli. Uh, Devin Costa, subscribe to his YouTube channel. He makes really, really funny uh, videos. We should make videos again, but we just aren't going to. Um, <laughs> you know, we're just not. I'm just not going to dress up like a hand sanitizer or anything anymore. I used to. I just can't do it. I used to, but I can't. I'm 37 or I'm 36. I don't know what I am. But the point is I'm too old. I'm really too old to be like running around dressed up like a crab. You know, like, like what a crab say. <laughs> what a crab do. I'm a crab that's not woke anymore. Whatever. Like I can't, I'm too old. Like I'm like old. I, that's what I used to do. I used to do like funny videos and cause I used to put on wigs and dress like women and fucking I dress like a Corona ball. I'd have people make foam costumes, Epstein's Temple. And they were really fun, but they you were grow. Great. They were phenomenal. Yeah, they were yeah. fun, but you grow out. It's like you. So um, level up. Just make a, a bigger thing. Be we Vicky did. White. We did. And we will. It's just bigger things cost 
money, you got to have good, good ideas. So if you're going to put the money behind it, you got to have an idea. So like, you know, we, we used to lampoon a lot of like crazy stuff and woke culture and stuff and, and, and even right-wing culture. We would just lampoon the insanity of everything going on. Uh, and, we, you know, there are ways that we still think about doing that, but it just gets, I don't know, it gets more and more uh, difficult. And I think the main focus is building out the show. I think we eventually want to like musical guests. So it's like a real late night show. Hmm. Like who would be our first musical guest? Do you think Ben? Like could be really that we could uh, get. Like who could we actually get? Who could we actually get? Uh, the guy from uh, that really big band, the Lumineers, is a big fan. Okay, well, Lil Zan. I don't. I don't know anything about the Lumineers. I'm sure they're great. They're they're a huge band, but I don't think we can get them. Is my point. What about oh. Future? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if we can get. He was huge. They're too, these people are too big. I mean, it's one thing to be, be a fan or maybe like yeah. something that I do. It's another thing to commit to showing up and doing it. Maud Latour. Yeah, yes, Maud Latour. Maud Latour. She'd love to do one this show. more weekend in the city. <laughs> <laughs> She's a uh, a musician that we saw. Her name on a uh, <laughs> on a on a, a marquee in L.A. We just started following her. And we're following her musical, <laughs> her musical career. Ladies and gentlemen. And she's got a really good song. Can we play her song? Yeah. No, no. We're, Why? Because we'll just lose. She'll get all the money from this episode. Oh, that, fuck from that. The get her off. Get her face out of here. <laughs> Taking my fucking money. Done enough for her by mentioning her name. But she's got like a one catchy song. We don't know any other ones. No, no, no. And, and the, the, song, the chorus is the good part. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's she's the... not, you know, she's not Joni Mitchell. <laughs> Thank God, huh? Yeah, yeah, Pulling her music off Spotify. <laughs> Maud Latour pulls her music off Spotify. Dude, what if comedian, like, what if musicians it? started doing it now? Like, that it's all over? It would just be so funny if, like, big musicians on Spotify are like, I am taking a stand. <laughs> I'm pulling my music off Spotify. Mackenzie Phillips takes a stand. Yeah, someone takes a stand. Yeah, like Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande is like, I'm pulling my music off Spotify. And then she says it in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, isn't she Spanish? No. I don't know what she is. Uh, she's she's uh, Italian. Sicilian and a, like Italian. Yeah. She's white with a spray tan, but she is Italian too. She's great. I mean, she's beautiful, but. Yeah, she's very attractive. She looks very pretty bad good. without makeup, actually, in the no, pictures. No, she I've doesn't. Seen. She looks great. I'm sure she's fine. A let's see, a, fo let's see a photo of her. Okay. She's very uh, attractive. She's though. beautiful. Well, you know, I don't know. It's, you know, yeah. Great yeah. spray tan. I mean, go to the without great. makeup. Uh, this it. one here. Gavin is so. Everyone is like such a She looks good. I think they're she's cheaters. No, they're not. She Everyone's looks, cheating. I think she looks fine there. She looks, she looks good. Fine. She looks good. I don't think she's a. But I understand what you. But Devin they should. They should be. They cheating. should be made up, right? I mean, isn't that the point? Sure. But yeah. But, but we call the, them like this. You know. The but you know what? It's not. It's not only. It's not only just makeup. It's like a lot of people are doing fillers, injections, and plastic surgery. The fake asses. The new head. The woman from Million Dollar List got a new head. No, Tracy Tudor got a new head. Oh and I think that's good. Oh if I had money, I'd get a new head. If I had money like that. Tracy Tudor, go, 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 go look, she's got a new head. This woman's head's completely new. She had one head, she got a new head. Yeah, because this was her, right? Yeah, yeah, that was her. Now go to the well, other one. I really don't see the and then difference. Now this is, yeah. Oh, it's totally different. She's got a new head. You this said this, and I like I she saw She has a new head. What is that different about it? What do you mean? The head. I've been her head. <laughs> It's like Chloe Kardashian got a new head. Yeah, that Chloe. New head. She got her nose done. That's you know. I'm not saying they're getting more it, than that. It's more than that. Well, it's sure, like chin shit. It's fucking. Listen, if you're gonna be on television, uh, 
You're a huge proponent of plastic surgery. No, I mean, I've never gotten plastic surgery, but I think if, you know, you can afford it and it makes I'm you feel... I'm not saying it's a bad it thing. It makes you feel bad. As, if, as long as it's not like, you know, uh, as long as it's tasteful. And that what's, it, a, what's, un, what's bad plastic surgery? Oh, I mean, God, there's... You can see it, huh? Uh, yeah. A oh, bad hack job? Of course, yeah. I mean, and, and, and it, yeah, it's all over LA. It's everywhere. Now, t- everywhere. You, you're also an expert in Brazilian uh, butt lift, the BBL. I'm not, but I've, I've looked Stop into it. Stop denying what not, you know about. Well, I know that, I, okay, I know two things. I know that there's two different kinds of BBLs, and one of them is invasive, and one of them is non-invasive. Can you show the Ariel, the man with the uh, BBL? <laughs> oh, yeah, what's his Kim name? Kardashian's I, I'm a huge Ariel. fan of oh, Ariel. Yeah, this no, guy. It's great. Listen, we, guys, I, have no problem. I, I think everyone should be able to do kind of everything with yeah, yeah. pretty much what they want. His ass looks better than any ass this I've seen. Great. This guy it, right honestly, here. Because most, Mostly oh, it's I'd... women. Mostly it's women that get the new ass, but I kind of want an ass, and yeah. I might buy Ben an ass. You should. I'd fuck the shit out of this guy. I might <laughs> buy Ben an ass. Would your wife mind if I got you an ass? Uh, it's for the show, right? I can get it taken out later? <laughs> no, it's invasive. It depends what kind you get. I I was, so I can't get it, like, cut off later? Cut off? You amputate your you ass? deflate it, I think. Jesus. No, you, uh, you wouldn't want to get Your wife's going to have to understand that the show is the primary. <laughs> And if you had a luscious ass, there'd be nothing wrong with that. Ben, you deserve an ass. The show just evolves into you deforming Ben throughout the years. Yeah. I go like this. I'm like, I'm sick of dressing up in costumes, so I'm going to give Ben an ass. Um, no, you are, you are, you said there's two. There's the invasive one. Yeah, there's an invasive one. I think the other one they just put. I think they just put fillers in right. versus go to, the, but go, I don't know what an implant is. Go that to a, a BBL a problem, Ben. Okay. Go like BBL, like when things go real bad okay. for the BBLs. Because occasionally, you know, one cheek is- It explodes. It explodes or, or one's something. harder than the other. Okay. So is that, the, I haven't seen that. You can get scarring. So this says uh, influencer devastated by drooping bum and lumpy yeah. leg. So if you can see here- it has one of the highest death rates of all surgeries, yeah. I think. Especially because people don't uh, always get it in a reputable place. No, they go to like Mexico right. or whatever. These are taking over cities. If you walk around cities. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're everywhere. People love this. Just walk around Glendale. It's like. Every, and it, yeah. Let me ask you a question. Is it harmful if your ass explodes? I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's as long as it's. Uh, no, I don't know. I imagine it's not great. I imagine it's not great. Like, are you. If a silicone implant explodes in your ass, you're probably at some type of health risk. Well, I don't think it's silicone. Oh. I don't know. No, 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 You know what it is? It's fat? They take, it's it's lipo. So they take the fat out of all the other parts of your body, like full body lipo, and then they put that into your ass. Does it need to be your fat? I think if you want, I, I don't, I think Because so. what I'm wondering is why don't they just harvest fat people and get their fat and then use like it a in sperm right. acid? Yeah, because we have a huge problem in this country. <laughs> obesity is an issue. Yeah. And we also have the fact that the BBLs are too expensive. <laughs> and doesn't it doesn't it get better if we started using like if you take you a fat right. person, take all their fat and redistribute it to the ass of uh, an inspiring Instagram model. Yeah, fat redistribution. A Brazilian butt lift involves three basic steps. Fat is removed from the hips, lower back, thighs, abdomen, and or areas with liposuction. The extracted fat is purified and prepared for transfer. Uh, what a job. I'm purifying the fat. <laughs> the cosmetic surgeon injects fat into specific points on the buttocks to increase volume and improve shape. What did the Kardashians have done? They had the best. Tell us about their doctors, the best. I don't know. I, I really don't know. 
I genuinely don't know what they've done. They all naturally seem to have some, like, are they already have like asses? Kim got too much done. It looks like really but bad. Don't they have a special doctor? Probably. What do you mean probably? Don't you know I who mean, it is? No, I mean everybody. I think speculates, but I don't. Who, know. Am, are you afraid? Is she like afraid? Are you afraid? Of no, what? I don't know. I'm like I. It's I, all she talks about every they, day, and then every single day she talks about. It. It's very interesting. Well, here's the thing. This is what they do. They promote certain doctors. Do they go to those doctors? I don't know, but they promote them on their Instagrams. So it's hard for me to say that they go Is to them. Is this like because they kind of look like you? Do you have like some weird code where yeah. it's like you can't? Yeah, it's an omerta. You can't You can't. You can't on talk that. about like <laughs> ass issues? No, listen, I would talk about it. I genuinely, yeah. Okay, so Simon Orion, he, and then there's Dr. Gavami. They both like- Persians, your people. Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, actually, I'm, Nicole Benham is his niece. Oh, the girl from Clubhouse? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I don't want to hear the word Clubhouse again in my fucking life. It's just 15-year-old venture capitalist criminals. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it's, it's over. Man, was I wrong about that? God, so wrong. But it was fun so for like a minute. Wrong. It was fun for like a month. Um, a minute is right. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. So I don't know if they've ever gone to those doctors for any sort of surgery, but I know that they... Isn't it interesting? Kurt, Kim Kardashian is like this very fascinating person. Yes. She's like a businesswoman. She's incredibly smart, savvy, swift, shrewd. Like she's able to kind of really position herself in this way that has made her one of the most famous people in the world. But you're also like, you know, in a different world or timeline or whatever you want to call it. She's like a rich wife that lives in like Glendale. Mm-hmm. You know? What do you mean? Like, meaning that like, it's such a interesting confluence of events that happened. And it's such an interesting thing that they were able to capitalize on those in the way that they did repeatedly over and over mm. again uh, up until the point they were all billionaires and all famous. I mean, the Hiltons tried this. Yeah, Paris Hilton tried this, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You had people like Lindsay Lohan, uh, mm. the other person... Uh, uh, Lionel Richie's daughter. Oh, yeah, Nicole, Nicole Richie. Richie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we grew up with like these tabloid types of people, and there were even more people than that. Nobody, no one has got to this point, come close Mm-mm. to the massive empire these people have built. It's remarkable. It's it's completely. Is remarkable. it Chris? Is it the mom? Yeah, I think yeah. she's the. I think she's ultimately the the glue to all of it because I think she keeps everyone in check. Like she Why do you laugh when she said she's, she she's the yeah she's the mom that releases her daughter's sex tape oh, stop. for fame she's a great but great let me, let me, can I play do you know what I would give you know what I'd give for my mom to release my sex tape do you know me how, too I mean, my mom keeps watching mine <laughs> <laughs> let me play devil's let me play devil's advocate on this because I've heard a lot of hubbub about this love that word your daughter has a sex tape with a, a, a guy <laughs> let me t- let me t- let me you have a daughter. <laughs> because you, Ida doesn't want to have kids. You have a daughter. Okay. Okay. She has a sex tape. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. With a well-known guy. How old's my daughter? How old was Kim? Uh, 20 something, 26, 25. I don't know. Yeah, this 27. Is, she's not 12. No, she 20, was. She's an adult. 27. <clears throat> you watch the sex tape. How old was she? Uh, 23. 23. Okay. In you, see this, you see the sex tape that your daughter has with this person, mm-hmm. and it's good. 
<laughs> and you're, you can say that. No, you can say that objectively. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's really good. Like you can say that objectively. You can go. You know, I don't love watching this. It doesn't make me happy to watch it. Mm -hmm. But it is a good sex tape. It's not. It's a bad sex is tape. Is it? Yeah, it sucks. You don't barely see anything. We all jacked off to it back in the day in high school and stuff, and it was, like, bad. But it was maybe good for the era. It was good for the time. Sure. <laughs> yeah. It was good for the time. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, acoustic. It was good for the your Your, was it your daughter, Ben's daughter, will have to do so. It'll have to be so high def. It'll have to be so hardcore. It'll have to be so different now for him to say it's worth releasing, right? Yeah. Like, he'll really have to see his daughter his just, daughter I has mean, to get taking it. And it will. It, it it's just gonna be, you know, really up close, like yeah. you know, really, really good, right? Yeah. She has to be raped by a villain. You see that, and you see her way out. You see her way out of a humdrum housewife <laughs> life, like you've had for the m most of your life, Chris Jenner. I I'm the plus one. I'm the friend of uh, my my friend. You know, when you go, well, there's a few ways you can go when you're a housewife, right? You could be the plus one forever. You could just go to the country club or you could get decapitated by a psychopath like my friend Nicole Brown Simpson. The wife of a housewife, maybe not that glamorous in Brentwood, right? Chris mm. Jenner goes, there's a, you got to remember, Chris Jenner watched her friend get decapitated. Um, not literally, but maybe, you know, who knows? Uh, this probably lights a fire under her ass a little bit and goes, women have to be more powerful. Yeah. And not rely on men. Her husband dies, right? Ex-husband. Yeah, they were divorced at that point, but yeah. Right. She basically says to herself, women maybe need to be powerful. What is the way, what is the way to kind of jumpstart my daughter's career? And I don't know if she did or did not release the tape, but she releases the tape um, and she thinks to herself, you know, you wonder if Kris Jenner... Before she release, releases that grainy footage of, of Kim, she might say to herself, you know, one day we're all going to be billionaires. You know, like, does, does mm -hmm. a woman like that sure. have some kind of weird thought where she goes, mm -hmm. listen, I see the way the culture is going. I see the way things are happening. I see what's going on. I watched the O.J. Simpson trial, the beginning of reality TV. Mm -hmm. I watched the way tabloids have taken over. I watched the way that has seeped into every aspect of our culture. And I know that if my daughter is to have a shot, if my family is to have a shot, we need to jumpstart this light of fire. You release the tape. And how many years later? 20 years later? Uh, yeah. yeah, about 19, yeah. They have Nin an empire. 19 years later, they are the most famous people on earth. They have an empire. They are billionaires. They can do whatever they want. They can try to cure diseases if they want. I don't know that that's what they're doing, but <laughs> they could if they want. Is it worth it if that comes out of it? Well, here's what's great about them, though. They don't... They Kim uh, actually exonerated like a they've done more for people I think and on a material for prison like, reform. There are yeah. so yeah, many then, people in our country who release footage of their children having sex on the dark web and get nothing out of it. <laughs> not a perfume line, not a fucking deal at E, <laughs> not a fucking right. No, yeah, you're so. right. It's a great point. Yeah, um, and they did they did it all. They did that. Yeah, certainly. Cosmetics lines, everything, everything you can imagine. They can walk into any Oval Office probably at this point. Get a How meeting. Do they age. What do you think happens when they're older? Like, like in the future, what's going to happen? Yeah, because I've got a prediction, but I want to hear yours. Oh, okay. Well, um, 
I think they'll age gracefully and probably well, get a facelift or two, uh, but as uh, expected. But but yeah, probably. What are you, what are you saying? They'll look I, good. I think they might go uh, some sort of political route. Politics. That's what I think. Yeah. I Wouldn't be that. the worst idea. I believe that. I believe they'll go politics. You think so? Yes. No, I think they want to just go straight capitalist and just. I think there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, well. I think. Who's going to go for politics? Um, Rob? <laughs> no, of course not. I Truly, I believe. Here, I'm going to say this, and I'm, I'm not even kidding right now. I'm not kidding. I don't think Kim Kardashian would be the worst governor of California. No, not at all. I, I, I truly believe that. Not at all. I believe she'd be better than Gavin Newsom. I believe Kim Kardashian might be a better governor than Gavin Newsom. She She's pragmatic, and she understands what people want. Or want. She understands yeah. that people need that bling. Yeah, no, she understands. She's uh, she's no, more connected to everybody. People need, people need that fucking apple teeny in the fall. Mm -hmm. People need to get their paper. They need to eat tuna tartare with wontons. Mm -hmm. They need to go out to do like a white party every now and then, a hookah bar. You know, the piglets need little treats. <laughs> <laughs> Piglets need little treats. And she I'm is she the worst governor of California? Is Kim Kardashian the worst governor of California? No. No, I don't think so. The best? I mean probably uh, not. I, I can see it. I mean Does it even matter who's <laughs> like, It doesn't even matter. Like, yeah, I think it does. I think it does. I think it does. And I'll tell you why. I think Number one, here's what I think is interesting. Caitlyn is, is this totally unserious attempt. I think Kim's watching that and going, you know, I could do this for real. Mm -hmm. Oh, you think that's maybe why the law, the, the new interest in law, you think is because of an eventual... I think she's going, how much longer am I going to be a reality? To she's a billionaire already. She's a billionaire many times mm -hmm. over. She will be. Yeah. Where, where, where is there to go? Yeah, it's, it's true. Where is there to go? How else do you expand your influence? Where is there to go? Other than You politics. have the money, now you kind of yeah. want the power. I think there's a very good chance that one day, and it's Kim. I think it's Kim. Kim is it. Kim is I, it. Yeah. Um, or Chris. No. No? No, yeah. Kim has a unique blend of pragmatism uh, you could already see she's like, you know, women need to go out and work. And then people are like, it's insensitive. But there are a lot of people going, hmm, you know what? I like hearing that. Yeah. I like hearing that mm -hmm. when 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 she gets out there and revs him up. Mm -hmm. I like that. I, let me tell you right now, man, I've become a massive fan of her once she started telling these fat slobs in this country <laughs> to go to work. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, really. They don't give handouts. Ida had the show on one time and they like, they have like a homeless friend. There's like a homeless guy that the whole family like hung out with 10 years ago. So they had him back at the house and they didn't give him shorty. anything. They just were like, no, they did. They gave him an apartment. Oh, find, really? Find yeah, that now. For like find a month or something? Find or? that now, I, Ben. Ben, find it now! They were just like watching him eat ketchup and be like, oh, you love ketchup, don't you? His name is Shorty. His name is Shorty. Shorty. Okay, I can't play clips, but we can, we can read this here. Chloe Kardashian showed her charitable side on the latest episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians as she reconnected with her homeless friend. The reality is, I mean, by the way, I mean, just... He was from season one. Give it to me in the veins. Put it in my veins right now. I I can't... They are the... They are... 
They are. They have met the moment. They are meeting the moment. They are the moment. They are the moment. The reality star 36 first met Shoddy in the first season <laughs> of the show. Now that the program is continuing to an end or coming to an end, she instilled some nostalgia in viewers by reaching out and recruiting her family to help secure him an apartment. So she met Shorty in the mm-hmm. first season of the show. How long has the show gone on? Oh, let's see. Uh, 13 years after first meeting in season one. So, so Shorty, yeah. was he homeless in season one? Uh, yeah, I think so. so Shorty, I think it was season one. So right? Shorty's had a rough 13. <laughs> and now they've decided they have enough money because they don't want to start helping because you got, you know, it's like, it's like the airplane. You, you put the mask on yourself before you help another. Mm. So they've decided now at like, I don't know, their combined net worth of $8 billion, they can buy Shorty an apartment. <laughs> After Chloe discovered from word of mouth that Shorty was working at Flip's Coin Laundry in Los Angeles... She went in search of her friend, yet the attempt was fruitless before producers helped her track him down in scene shot last year. Are we to believe that Chloe went to the Flipscorn Laundry before she contacted the producers? In episode seven of series one, entitled Helping Hand, Chloe welcomed Shorty into their home after she found him outside of their dash door in 2007. the, The sisters then got Shorty cleaned up, bought him new clothes, fixed his teeth, gave him a haircut, before they lost touch. They did all the, they cleaned they him did. up, gave they, him a makeover, yeah. and then put him back out on the street, which they have to. What are they going to do? Sweet. What, is Shorty going to be one of the Kardashians? This is Shorty Kardashian. The family has not seen Shorty for 13 years. It's been a bit. And Chloe had constantly been tweeted by viewers asking what happened to him, whether he was alive. <laughs> Can you imagine that? She's sitting in like a bubble bath. She's like answering. She's on like a call with like some marketing company, you know, trying to figure out how to make like a, you know, some type of tampon that they're going to sling to people. And like somebody tweets her, hey, remember Shorty? Is he alive? Fans even tag Chloe in pictures of Shorty when they saw him on the street. (laughs) And said she wanted to see if he was doing well. That he becomes a member of the family. They give him a fake ass. They make him all hot. I like the idea. Oh, look at him. Look at Shorty. There he is. I like the idea of them taking a photo, taking him and going, hey, remember Shorty? Like they're billionaires. They go, remember Shorty. But what are they supposed to give a fuck? Are they supposed to care about this guy? He was outside their store. What what movie landscape world do people live in? What what are you what are they supposed to? What do you think she's gonna do with the apartment? I'm not saying they shouldn't give it to him. What do you think Shorty's going to do with the apartment after 13 years on the street? <laughs> I mean... You know, he'll do heroin safely. Yeah, with so, a roof over his head. When he, so the pair drove around getting more tips about Shorty and giving Chloe's number to a guy who claimed to know him. Soon Shorty was FaceTiming Chloe at her home and being invited for lunch the next day. <laughs> It'd be great if he like came over and he's like, there's pedophiles underground. <laughs> Have you heard about QAnon? <laughs> He's like, he's probably a fed. (laughs) When he showed up, Shorty told Chloe, Kim and Courtney that he'd been working at flips, but it had closed due to COVID. So now go down, go up there. That's a rough uh, look. He looks worse cleaned up. Yeah. Kind of sisters then got Shorty cleaned up, brought him new clothes, fixed his teeth. Okay. That's him now. 
Yeah, shorty. Oh, shorty. <laughs> he was searching for a job and apartment, he added. Chris FaceTimed Shorty and put Kylie Jenner on camera, reminding him she was a little girl when they first met. Little, that's no little girl, Shorty observed. You know he observed her. <laughs> he groped her. That's no little girl. The things I do to her. The Kardashians later secured a rent-controlled apartment for Shorty, hoping to help him become more independent. God does wonder, Shorty said, thankful that he'd ever met the family. Um, that's it. We just take their word for it. <laughs> what? That they got him an apartment? Yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> It's not that official saving. Yeah. At least fuck up or something. Where's Shorty's spinoff? Uh, it'll probably be on True TV. Have you seen any of their new show on Hulu? I've seen one episode, yeah. The first episode. What do you think about it? Um, It's it's good. It's elevated. Elevated version, I think, of the E And show. what, why would you say it's elevated? Explain to us what that means. Because they're billionaires and it shows. Okay. It shows in the production value, uh... They're just the most powerful force, I think, in in this city and certainly in the country. And that's really <laughs> dude. I just so completely out of her mind. I it's I can't I, I can't because she I just used goes to like think this. she says things like that at dinner. She goes, "They're the most powerful force <laughs> in the world." I've never meant anything more. I really have. I mean, I, I'm not. What fascinates you so much? Let me just have a cigarette. I'm quitting smoking because I bought a new car. <laughs> this is a great way to start. No, because I, ha I have. I have. And everyone, li everyone doubts me, but they're lying. You got a Jeep Wrangler. Uh, I, got a, I bought a Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> you bought a Jeep Wrangler. Uh, what fascinates me about them? I don't We're know. We're not going to say the car I bought, but it's so funny that you knew I didn't buy a Jeep Wrangler. It's a Jeep Wrangler. You knew it wasn't a Jeep Wrangler. I'm not going to say what it is. But I've you been knew trying to help. Yeah, it's. I know. I knew. I thought like for a I wouldn't. He was yeah. The truth. I don't know. Can't fool me. No, I knew. I knew. Um, did you know I was going to get it when we went to look at it? Yeah, absolutely. You didn't know. Yeah, I did. How? Uh, I remember you uh, when we when you used to live in Agora Hills. I remember you calling that specific dealership that will not be named right. in Agora. So I knew you you had an interest about it. Uh, but you had a you had a thing about you. We hadn't slept in a long time. I knew there was no way you weren't walking out of there without the car. There, it wasn't like you were just bored. You I were. haven't slept in 48 hours because of Australia. <laughs> I'm still fucked. Luis Gomez is staying at my house. Yeah. So let's get back to what what did I ask her before we left? Uh, what she. Uh, thought about uh do you even pay attention to the show <laughs> are you just watching like golf matches in your own head do you even pay attention to what we're doing here i mean it's an honest so question. what ida said is she said they're the most powerful force in the country and you kind of wanted her to extrapolate that and then you went on to the car yeah, thing what is it about yeah it's my fault it's the way he lays it on me. and then you went on well i didn't know which thing you victim. wanted to go back to because she didn't really answer that question. what is it about them particularly that really fascinates you to no end I think they've um, really intelligently utilized every tool that's been given to them in a way that Absolutely. that perhaps others wouldn't and haven't. But also they look like you. You yeah, have a very similar look to I, them. I mean, that's a great compliment were, to me. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, that's true. If they were five Irish women <laughs> with red hair and freckles with the same kind of power, would you care? I would scoff at them. Yeah, you would. I would scoff at them. No, yeah, certainly there's a try. But here's the thing. Before, I was not a big fan because pull I thought up, they were misrepresenting. Pull up Gina Reinhardt. Pull up the woman that wrong. I'm obsessed with from Australia. Okay. She could buy and sell the Kardashians. Pull up Big Gina. Buy and sell Pull up my girl. Yeah, pull up Big is. Jean. Oh, boy. Who is she? She's the richest oh, she's woman the in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. yeah she fuck, fucks with iron ore. 
Right. What did her dad Mining. Do? Lang Hancock. They discovered the mines in Australia. She's a gangster. Boy, could she use the Kardashians. They could use her. They haven't gotten their hands on some mines. <laughs> That's the next things they, they should start doing is mining. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they probably will. 20 years from now, like <clears throat> 10 years from now, they have a special. They're like, remember Blue Gloop? The minor that Chloe met in the first season of the Kardashian Mods? Well, he's uh, since lost his arm and foot, but people were tagging photos of him dragging himself in the dirt village where he lived, and Chloe went and bought him water. They got reunited. They, that's the next thing they should get into is the just total domination of natural resources. Well, they'll probably go into renew, re, renewable energy. That's their audience and their forward thinking. What do you mean that's their, that's their, their audience? Their, their audience is rene- people that no, are into renewable uh, energy. Environmentalists who watch the Kardashians? Yeah, that's their audience, Tim. <laughs> Perhaps People not. that care about green energy. Well, their audience is so expansive. It's it's yeah. so big. Is it? It is. Yeah, I'm sure it Look is. at their Instagram following alone. It's 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 unbelievable. Is it bigger than mine? I mean, do you have 278 million followers on, I don't on know. Instagram? I don't know. I think I have followers that aren't you, following. You might have better engagement. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want the engagement. Leave me alone. Uh, but I'll tell you right now, uh, they are, it's just they're a uniquely American, fascinating group yeah. of people. And my fans, some of my fans probably hate this because they're like, you should be but just saying But I used to think that way. Are. I used to think that way. You should be way. shitting on them because yeah. that's your job to shit on them. Just shit on everybody. It's like, Maybe not. Maybe I want to ride to the moon with them on a nuke. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with people that care about stand-up comedy so goddamn much. <gasps> rich people don't care about stand-up comedy at all. Like real rich, when you meet real rich people, no, they just don't give a shit about any of it. They just they're like, yeah, let the clowns do whatever. Who gives a fuck about them? <laughs> them do whatever they want. But no, they they interest me a lot. It's interesting. You think that her and Pete, it's gonna last? I have no opinion on that. Okay. I have no I'm mean, trying to get some. I feel like I've got her on the stand here. I feel like I've got you on the stand. I, you have no opinion. What do you mean you have no? I don't know. How do you have no opinion on that. You've studied them like a course in school. It's been a recent discussion because here's the thing. I used to doubt them and 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 make fun of them like everybody else until I realized like oh no 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 these people are like like it's something something hit where I like suddenly. The light switch went off. Where I was like, Is "Oh no, the they've person, got it figured out." We all have a person we want to have a lunch with. She's up there. Who else would even be close in your book? Dead or alive, or alive, Ida? A lot. I mean, I, I don't hate know. That version of the question. <laughs> I don't know. A I mean, dead person? I'd rather have lunch with Queen things. Elizabeth. It's like, will you stop? No, not Queen Elizabeth. Um, yeah, she's probably. On the spot, I can't even think of anybody. But yeah, she's she's be certainly like a- Donald Rumsfeld yes. and Kim Kardashian. Well, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, <laughs> Donald Rumsfeld and Kim Kardashian. What yeah. do you think a lunch Together. with her would be like if she was really honest? See, here's the thing with these people. Yeah, they're always uh, brand uh, whatever, right? So like they're brand. They're always uh, conscious of how they come off. What do you think a real honest lunch with her would be like if you sat down with her and you were and she was honest with you about everything? I don't think she... Does she possess the ability to be? Like she gets a little sauce. Like... No, she doesn't drink, really. She doesn't drink. But like, do you think she'll just... Do you think she looks at you during that lunch and goes, I own the world? (laughs) I I would hope. That's why I want the lunch. I own the world, Ida. I own the world. (laughs) Do you think she looks at you and goes, the people 
are nothing without me. Like, what do you think they, what is their family backdoor sessions like? I mean, no, but the mystique is what is. is when I wrote a thing about them, I wrote that the Hilton's, Get the thing. I'm going to find the thing that I wrote. Yeah, I didn't know you Facebook. wrote about them. What'd I you wrote something kind of brilliant about it. And see, it's the, their and reputations evolved over time, so I wonder what, how long ago this was that you wrote this. I'm yeah. telling Lewis to come. What's the address here, Ben? Uh, well, I'm not going to say it on the show, but here, just let me text it. Text him. I wrote a brilliant thing. I wrote something... I really have to go back to writing uh, uh, these long form things because mm -hmm. it's some of the best content that Facebook has ever seen. I did my a lot of my best work on Facebook. I agree. It was before I knew you. I would read those. And I, yeah. you know, and I just wrote about soup and the Kardashians sometimes, and it was. You know, now I sound. I've become the Brooke and Connor show. <laughs> like I've literally become it. It's not a joke anymore. Like, like. <laughs> Facebook is like older <laughs> and like see if you could find Kardashians and Hiltons, please, 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 please. And we'll edit some of this out if it's dead air, but see if you can do it. Uh, Kim Kardashian. And I wrote about these two dynasties and how these two dynasties, because a lot of people were writing about the Bushes and the Clintons as dynasties. Maureen Dowd was writing about the Bushes and the Clintons as dynasties in the New York Times. She was obsessed with that kind of Shakespearean dynastic thing. Mm -hmm. And I started comparing the Hiltons and the Kardashians. Um, and it was a longer form thing. Oh, yeah, maybe that's it. This thing about Bruce Jenner? Gen uh, January 30th, 2015? No, no, that's not it. Hold on. Was it on Tumblr? No, I didn't put it on Tumblr. Uh, yeah, there it is, right? Isn't that it? Yeah, I think. Paris Hilton's younger brother, Conrad, not the power bottom baron, was behaving like a lunatic on a flight and had to be restrained. The Hiltons are like a nightmare. There's a reason the Kardashians are the first family of this country. They have it all. They don't go nuts on planes. They get Dewey's like normal people. <laughs> they have, one, a biracial couple. Two, a person in transition from a man to a woman. Uh... Three, models. Four, a world-class athlete. Four, a five, a fat person, but never more than one at <laughs> one time. Chloe now Rob. <laughs> Chris Jenner is the original momager. A momager, a bulldog who splits, uh, who spins kids into gold. The Kardashians are the perfect new money empire. They're connected to the worlds of hip-hop, sports, reality, TV, and fashion. The Hiltons are fading wasps of yesteryear, living off a fortune earned years before they could snort it. The Hiltons are the worst kind of white. The Kardashians fit perfectly into the zeitgeist because they help create it. I raise my glass to them, as you should. And, I mean... It's perfect. It's perfectly stated. It would, it would have been a shame if I answered the question because that, I couldn't have said that. And that's, that's exactly... Oh, you couldn't have? I couldn't have. Well, you know... I, I, I didn't really, I didn't know we were going to do 40 minutes on the Kardashians, but... <laughs> yeah, your fan base is going to hate me for this. But. No, they might hate me for it, but the reality is I think we got another hour in us of it. I mean, I could talk about them for, yeah. I think we got another two or three hours in us of this. Yeah, they'll love that. That'll be great. Let me tell you right now, one of the guests I'd love to see on JRE, why does he not have Kim? I was wondering why. Kim, thanks for doing this, Mom. Fuck yeah, mom. You're like fucking, it's weird. Because you're famous, 
And you're very famous. <laughs> Isn't fame weird, Mom? Because, you know, when you get famous, people, like, I'm, I don't like being famous. And my friends don't like it either. Like Elon Musk, <laughs> they hate fame. And it's weird. But it's like this, it's, you can only, like when you're famous, like you're famous, you can only like relate to other famous people, it gets weird. You, you become like in this little cocoon of famous people. And that's why I moved to Austin, because <laughs> I can be around simple people, like Sandra Bullock and Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> they're, because they're simple, they're farmers. <laughs> they're farmers. And it's fucking weird. Are you vaccinated, Kim? <laughs> <laughs> Brett Weinstein just leering at her like, TimDillonComedy.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we all love you and we appreciate you and we and we we appreciate the people that watch this show all the time. We really do. And I know that Joe Rogan revealed why he would have Kim Kardashian on his podcast. Oh. Hmm. Oh, okay. 2019. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad the door is open, but we do appreciate everybody who watches this show. And uh, I would like to uh, extend an invite to any of the Kardashians to come. We could get Rob. Yeah. We want Caitlyn, but Nelk had Caitlyn. You don't want Caitlyn. Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't want Caitlyn bars. No, you want Caitlyn, but, you know, if you could have Caitlyn or... I would rather Kim. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. I'd rather the one who wasn't exiled from the family. <laughs> is she on, is Caitlin on the new season? I have no idea. I don't think so. I think, I think they. Should we turn it into a Kardashians podcast and Perhaps. just talk about the Kardashians until we kill ourselves? <laughs> Are you looking? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it wouldn't be unprofitable. I love Ben. Ben, an hour she's, and 40 minutes in, has decided to work. She's not. Caitlyn Jenner says it's unfortunate she's not involved in the garden. It's unfortunate. It's sad. She loved to go on Rogan. Caitlyn's like tried to get on nine times. Well, wait, why, why doesn't he ever? I don't know. Yeah, why doesn't he ever? That's Maybe he's just like, what are we going to do? What? Well, when she comes on, you got to treat her like a legitimate political candidate. Like, what are you going to no, do? No, come on. She wouldn't. She wouldn't. Look at herself that way, right? I mean, come on. Yeah, she That's tried to run for course. governor. Yeah, I mean, did she really try? Like, she knew that was. She laughed to do Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> yeah. It's not exactly commitment, but. It's not exactly what we need in this state. We need somebody a little Maybe stronger. It's exactly. Will what she we keep need. running for governor, you think? No. It's over. It was just a fun thing. She'll probably run over the next governor. <laughs> she might hit the next governor. <laughs> I think Kim. Uh, Kim's the hope. Yeah. Kim might be the hope. It's really looking that way, yeah. It, 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 I can't really think of anybody else. As I just said, they're the most powerful force in the world. <laughs> yeah, they, well, they've bridged the gap between mainstream and like independent success, I think, in a unique way, where they're doing their own thing, but they're accepted by all mainstream institutions at the same time, so the, there's, it's really limitless. They're accepted by mainstream institutions? Yeah, they are. Okay. They are. <laughs> they are. Like the Met? Like the Met, sure, yeah. yeah. Like Hulu, Disney. They're, I mean, they're 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 with Disney now. They're with yeah. Is there a Kardashian Disney film one day? Perhaps. Where it's just like a bunch of princesses with big asses <laughs> <laughs> who like help a homeless guy. We met a guy named Shorty, and thirteen years he struggled, and then we gave him our energy drink. 
we got to come up with a fucking cool energy drink. Yeah. That's what's really hurt this show. Logan Paul has one. Nell has a, a, a hard seltzer. I need to come up with a toxic, like, Brazilian coffee that gives people, like, botulism and kills them. <laughs> what if we just started selling tap water called tap? We need to really get involved with like a very shady food and beverage mm-hmm. packaging yeah. company and just like start slinging shit. And get the Kardashians involved. They'll sling Fuck it. Fuck yeah. They'll sling it. They'll sling it. I did have a call with Devin Costa, the always ungrateful and vastly, I mean, just useless in a way that's <laughs> shocking, stunning in, in a way that's surprising to me how out of it he is. Free Ben. How truly out of it he yeah, Free him. <laughs> free him. He can go back to the pet store he used to work at. That's real freedom. Dealing with uh, comics that would come in and talk about fucking their cat. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>